Welcome to the Living Fabulously Fierce podcast, a podcast honing in on living with AIM. That's authenticity, intention, and masterful execution. All of this as we journey through the process of self-discovery, self-definition, and self-distinction. I'm your host, Farah Bernier, talent management professional and certified coach working with fabulously fierce women across the globe. Join me as I share coaching tips and resources you can apply to your own journey to living fabulously fierce. And as an added bonus, I'm never doing this alone. Each week, I'll introduce you to one new guest joining me to share how they live fabulously fierce. Do keep in mind, while I'm excited for you to be here and I'm here for you as we'll take this journey together, this is not meant to be a substitute for live coaching engagements. To find out more about coaching one-on-one, please visit www.farahbernier.com, email me at farahbernier at gmail.com, and or visit the Living Fabulously Fierce handle on Instagram. With that, let's get started with today's session. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to today's episode of Living Fabulously Fierce. As usual, we always start with a coaching segment um, before we jump into our guest segment, but today's going to be a little different. Yes, I'm still here um, during our coaching segment, but it's going to be really, really short. And the reason is I've actually handed over the mic to... um, someone who's going to be actually hosting the segment, the guest segment today, because yours truly is the one who's going to be interviewed. So that being said, you're going to get a full episode of coaching through interview questions, uh, questions that are going to be asked of me by one of my coaching clients. She'll introduce herself in this segment. Um, But we did this at the midpoint of season one, where my friend Jackie Kasumba interviewed me with some questions and uh, the feedback on that one was really good. And so I wanted to do the same um, here. It seems like a lot of you have questions um, that you'd like answered. And so to do that proactively, I'm handing over the mic to someone who's really excited to do it. So all that being said, um, again, today's coaching segment won't be long, but I did want to just highlight that we in the United States of America are at a shifting point as reflected in uh, our presidential election. Um, No matter what side you're on, no matter what you believe, um, we are definitely at a hopeful, bright turning point to the current state of affairs. And interestingly enough, the day it was confirmed that Joe Biden was our uh, president-elect and Kamala Harris is our vice president-elect, I had a full day of coaching clients and every single individual just poured out their heart about what this meant to them and reactions included quoting Van Jones, it's much easier to be a parent today. Um, Others um, sharing, 
I never thought I'd see an Indian woman like me in her position. A number of other women, Black Girl Magic in power, in position. Another coaching client noting all the people that were behind this as Kamala's army, the Fab Five that's being highlighted. And my goodness, the work of Stacey Abrams. Again, at this point, we should be just celebrating the significance of what this turn in the tides means for a number of different people, individuals, and as someone who has friends and family all over the world, what it means for us in partnership with other countries. And so one thing I leave you with today is a recommendation to take it all in. Sit with it, embrace what is now reality, breathe from that breath that we've all been holding for a while. Even if it, if for you it was just starting Tuesday night or for you it started almost four years ago. Breathe, take the time to just sit, to embrace and to breathe. And then we'll figure out what to do next. A number of my clients and a friend actually also shared, yeah, now I need to figure out how else I can get involved, what else I can do. That's amazing, absolutely amazing. But embrace the moment, sit, embrace, and breathe. And I promised I'd be short today so that we can jump into the interview segment with me. Um, being interviewed by one of my clients. And so we're going to do just that. Going to head into a break and then uh, head into the episode. Uh, Thanks, everyone. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode. While we're on this quick break, I wanted to share a quick reminder. Living Fabulously Fierce is all about engagement with you as you prioritize living with authenticity, intention, and masterful execution. So engage with me, please. If you haven't done so already, hit the subscribe button for the podcast. And if you're really enjoying these sessions, please leave a review. Finally, don't be stingy. Share the podcast with your network. I'm sure you know at least one other person who'd love to join in on this community and take advantage of the resources shared in each episode. All of this takes just a few minutes and will ensure support needed to keep the podcast going is in place. So again, really simple. Subscribe, review, share. Repeat after me subscribe. Okay, I'm just kidding. But really, please, after the episode, just subscribe, review, and share with your network. Really appreciate it. So thanks in advance.
Hi, Farah. This is Nakia. How are you? I am fabulous. How are you, Nakia? I am great in a snowy day in Mass. <laughs> Enjoying it, but extra excited now that I get to have a awesome kickoff conversation with you today. Yes, I will not tell you what the weather is like here in California, but know that I'm with you in spirit in the snowy weather of Massachusetts. Thank you, virtual hug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I know normally we you ask the person who is the host to introduce themselves. We all know about you. People are probably wondering who is Nakia. So I'm going to give a brief recap. I'm not going to say what my role is because I hate that question. But what I am going to say is <laughs> I am passionate about building cultures and helping people and individuals see themselves beyond the level of expectation that they are now and allowing them to see success from their own lenses, not from it, not from the lenses of someone else. I love it. Awesome. So, Ms. Fett, I have a question for you. Go for it. And the question that I want to talk about today with you is based on, you know, our external environment now that we're in, can you give us some advice on if we're navigating this culture that we're in right now, how can we find our real true purpose in that next era of our, you know, cycle or journey that we're on? and making sure that the path that we're on is the right path and not just accepting that one opportunity that we're being offered to explore that a little bit yeah. deeper. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting because this question comes up often, right? When we're in different circles or even, you know, in quote unquote normal times, you can go to or events, you know, the question of purpose comes up all the time. And when folks ask, you know, how do I um, find out what my person, my purpose is, my reaction is you already know, you are, you actually already know the reason you've kind of, you're experiencing some distancing from that knowing is because we have distance from ourselves. What I mean by that is so it's such an annoying like coach response, right? Oh, you already got the answers inside you. But really, you do, right? We all yes. know what it is that excites us, that brings us deep joy, um, that motivates us and encourages us. It's, it's the thing. Um, and so you know what your purpose is. It's just now the distance that has been created between you and that knowing and what is required is a lot of reflection time right it's looking into yourself and really pondering what brings me joy not happiness happiness is temporary yes. happiness is what is um at the affect of things experiences people you know, traveling makes me happy. Mm -hmm. I, my, one of the most vivid travel memories for me um, is being on the uh, Sydney Bridge with my friend who I convinced to go <laughs> with me and her freaking out and me having this moment of, if I don't spend money on another item, 
but save all my funds just to travel, I will be the happiest person on the face of the earth. I don't need anything else. Awesome. Yeah, like yes. so that made me really happy. Mm-hmm. What gives me joy though is this moment right here, right now, talking about that experience, talking about what I felt in that moment and the reflection that came out for me in that. In that, you know, I don't I don't need another shirt. I don't need another pair of pants. Like I don't I don't need things. I just want more joy through reflection of experiences that I've had or that I will have. And so I would tell folks, go inward first. Think about what brings you joy. Um, What is that thing that gets you excited to get up in the morning when you don't want to get up in the morning? Example, this season for me is about performance management and we have a performance management system and it is taxing beyond measure. I can't stand it. Blasphemy for someone in the talent space to say, but I I cannot, I loathe performance management. I like, I just do. But on the days that I don't want to get up to do that task Mm -hmm. part of my job, I get up because I'm excited about what that task contributes to the things that bring me joy in the space of talent management. That's awesome. The conversations with people about their career, about their trajectory, about the investment in their capabilities. Um, and so the first piece is go inward. What, what brings you joy? And don't worry if it takes time to feel that, right? We're in the hustle and bustle every day, even in this season of social distancing and working from home um, or not being 100% at the office, um, we're still hustle and bustle. Our parents, the parents in our networks, they are busy. They're, like, it's not less hustle and bustle, it's different hustle and bustle. No. So don't, right, so don't, um, don't worry if it takes you a long time to reconnect with what you know is your purpose and know because of what it feels like. Um, and I'm going to pause there to see if I answered the first part of your question. Does that resonate or is, nope. is there something I can go deeper nope, on? It definitely okay. resonates. Like you said, taking that inward look in, I think is a great start. And just knowing that yeah. it's not going to happen overnight. No, it definitely won't because look, could I say that, um, my purpose is to be an HR leader. No, what is that? Like, that's not, a... <laughs> I mean, for some, somebody else it might be, but that's not how I would articulate it, no. right? That's not my purpose. No. My purpose is to make sure that in all the investments that have been made in me as someone who other people have seen as valuable talent, valuable, I'm not talking just corporate, just as an individual, How do I use my own insight and experiences to facilitate that for other people so that they feel empowered in the spaces in which they operate, spaces including their work, as well as just their day-to-day life? That is a space. To live your life is a space, right? So that's my purpose. I get to do that in my job. Yeah, so I think the the second part of your question was uh, around accepting opportunities or not. Okay, 
So um, we were just talking right before we started uh, recording, but um, there's something interesting about this season of quote unquote lack Mm -hmm. because lack and limitation is just natural, right? Like we're in the season of everybody on timeout, just stay home, you know, shelter in place to the max for some, not for others or somewhere in between. And so during this virtual timeout, you would think that the market also doesn't have a lot of opportunity. It does. Um, I promise you, I'm not exaggerating. I think since we've been in lockdown mode since March um, in the U.S., it has been almost at least one call a week for me about a new opportunity. Mm -hmm. At least one. And there have been some phenomenal opportunities that have come up. Um, Literally hours ago, I was just sharing with Nakia that um, a really good job was just presented to me. Everything about it is great. Everything is wonderful, including the dollars. Like it just, it's great, Mm -hmm. but it's not with my purpose. It would just be another job. And the reason it's okay for me to say, no, let me not be naive. I have a job. It's safe for me to just say, no, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not, I haven't been furloughed. I haven't been let go. Nothing's going on with my job. Blessed beyond measure. So I admit it is easy for me to be picky and choosy. On the flip side of that, though, I also know that when I say yes to something, it is not yes for today. It's not yes for tomorrow. It's yes for a while. So when I, I use that lens, I it is easier for me not to just jump to the next thing. It's easier for me to think about the fact that a yes to this is a yes to a lifestyle for at least a year. Yes. Do I want that? Do I want that lifestyle that this yes will lead to? If it's a no, then it's a no to the opportunity. And that does tie to your purpose. Um, This job is so great. The person I'd be reporting to is phenomenal. Um, There's just another job. It's not aligned to my purpose at all. And so it would be a very transactional year for me um, if I took it. And that's not worth it to me to say yes. Thank you. Yeah. So along those lines from what you just shared about, you know, looking internally and, you know, making sure that next role as you're digging deep down in your purpose, taking that deep dive, let's say someone's in their role today and how would you tell them if you're searching for that purpose and you may be in your purpose of your role today and you want to switch things up a little bit and you want to show people your influence, what feedback can you give them to help them get to that place? You know, to show up at work with your voice. I think that is huge. You know, we're showing up with AIM, definitely. And also showcasing, like right now, I think we're we're in a pandemic but as you said, the job market is very hot right now. No one is looking mm-hmm. to have their employees go anywhere. Yep. So it's now if you want to grow in a certain area, 
if you want to be influential in the role you're in, I think now is that time, just being honest with you from the industry that I am. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Um, it's a, I, I always go back to, it's a simple principle, show how you're an MVP. Mm-hmm. Just show how you're an MVP. Um, you know, this week, there's a moment, my manager, she pinged me via chat and um, she says, hey, not urgent, but when you get a chance, can you send me X, Y, and Z? She said it wasn't urgent. Um, it's a thing that she needs. Get it done. It's like, she's right. She's like, oh, this can be until next week. Matter of fact, now I'm going to be real honest. I didn't do it right away because I don't want to think I'm just sitting yes. around waiting for, right? Like, but, and so there's a little bit of management, but she got it within the hour because you're telling me it's not urgent. Cool. You're telling me I can actually wait till next week. No big deal, but I'm an MVP. So as the most valuable player on your team, if it's top of mind for you, it's top of mind for me, I'm going to get it to you sooner than you ex- you expected, exceed expectations and in every opportunity that you can, right? So as it relates to wanting to kind of switch into something different, something unique, Mm -hmm. hone in on how you show up as the most valuable player. Um, My career has been based on less logic than anything else. What I mean Mm -hmm. by that is, if you looked at my experience before each opportunity that I took, there is no way I should have even been a candidate for the roles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, a, I'm an MVP. And what an MVP looks like is someone who has transferable skills, knows how to articulate that they're transferable skills, and comes with a level of excitement that overshadows any learning opportunities um my current employer there i came in to focus on one specific area for the company i did that really well and in a matter of months was tapped for another opportunity i had no experience in that space whatsoever zero zero not logical Mm -hmm. at all and in fact when i was asked about it i said oh, I haven't done X, Y, and Z. I was caught off guard, full transparency. Um, and so note to always being prepped, right? Yes. But it's like, oh, I don't know. And the, the I'm just going to say it. It was the CHRO of our company. She's like, so what? You should do this. And uh, went for it, um, did a really good job. Then it was time for my next opportunity. One of the things that um, was noted as what would be missed from me when I left that team was believing we could do anything Mm. that doesn't translate into metrics that doesn't translate into skill that translates into what people want to work with somebody who has a can-do attitude somebody who's excited about new work and curious about spaces they don't have expertise in um Now I can translate that into metrics because I take that and I apply it to the work that needs to get done. Um, But as it relates to someone's purpose, if you're not in the space in which you want to be or you're trying to transition to another level of your purpose, focus first on how you can be an MVP where you are right now 
think about distinguishing characteristics, something as simple as having a can-do attitude mm -hmm. goes a long way. And then aim towards that next opportunity with that lens and then be prepared to learn whatever you need to learn to be that much more intentional about operating in your purpose. Great advice, Farah. And I will agree with you because that actually happened to me recently. I made a huge career switch from finance yeah. to the people and culture space and talent management and yeah. experience. And I agree with you. I was tapped on the shoulder by a manager I used to work from years ago. And she was like, oh, you'll be awesome at this. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I will tell you, um, I've been in a lot of conversations recently and people are like, oh, wow, we would have never thought you didn't come from this space because you're bringing valuable insights that we've never even thought about. So definitely people, yeah. if you're out there, yeah, just exactly. speak up, be like Farah just said, intentional. Because you never know who's watching and who's listening and who's looking at your skill set. Like, yeah, oh, I think she'll exactly. be great in this space. So always show up as that MVP. Always. <laughs> All yeah. right. My next. <laughs> exactly. So my next question exactly. for you is, you always ask this question, but I'm going to switch it up a little bit. <laughs> Can <laughs> Just for the record, I always give my guest prep when I hand over the mic. These hostesses don't give me any prep. Well, you did give me one one bit of prep. But okay. okay, go for it. I'm ready. When you show up as your most authentic self and you're living fabulously. Yes. I don't want you to fill in the blank. I want you to tell me how you show up. Okay. as your most authentic self daily. What's that one thing that Farah, you spoke about MVP. What's that one thing that you show up daily that when people, Farah mm -hmm. shows up, this shows up with her? Balance. Um, and what I mean by that is, um, I always have a point of view on anything and everything. Ask everybody who knows me. Um, but I am very balanced in how I approach anything and everything, personally and professionally. Um, when you, when someone sees me operating authentically, what they see is someone who is confident enough and assured enough in their own perspective but not too stubborn or too close-minded to hear a different perspective with a hope of learning, understanding that the biggest disappointment could be not learning something beyond someone's different perspective, but then getting an opportunity to teach. And so, you know, even a colleague um, that I've just started working with, she threw something at me. This was last week. She threw something at me. She knew I was going to disagree with. She knew it. Um, it was a, an approach to something that we need to execute on. Um, and she started off, she's like, I'm only going to talk because I know you're going to listen. But I know you're going to have 
a thought on how we should do this, but here's what I think. And then she went on for 20 minutes and she's like, okay, so how do you, how do you think we should do this? And I said, I actually think we should do it your way. I, I, I actually do. I don't love it, but it is going to work for this situation. And so it's not what I would have come up with, but it works. And I see how we can translate that into X, Y, and Z. Um, and that's personal. That's me personally. That's me professionally. I'm always ready with my perspective if you want it. But I know that there's never a right or a wrong to anything, really. It's what's most applicable and applicable in the here and now. And the reason that's so authentically me is because I really, I live as a learner. Uh, ev everything I do, everything I experience, I'm curious. I, I approach everything with curiosity before anything. And so it also points to me not being a judgmental person. Um, there's no judgment for me in any form or fashion. And in fact, um, people will assume different things about me because I'm a woman, because I'm Black, because my family's from the Caribbean, because I'm Christian. And it's none of those things define my perspective of other people. Those things influence my perspective. Um, but they don't lend to a judgment. It's just perspective. Um, so I think that's what makes me an MVP within my circle as well. My friends, my family, they know they're always going to get the real, but they're also going to get curiosity out of love, out of um, confidence, i.e., you know, they can, they can trust me, um, that they can have confidence in me. Um, yes. that they have a safe space. I so agree with that. And so. thank you for sharing that, Farah. Okay. As we're getting to the end of yeah, our of session today, I think it, people are probably wondering how I got to host yes. this show today. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> I will just give you all a little quick snapshot feedback of that. And just having the opportunity to host this episode today with Farah has been yeah. amazing. I, I heard Farah on a podcast, everyone, and it was Aww. her space. And I was so intrigued about her journey and why she chose to be in the space, I think, of talent management, of being in a room with all these corporate people and hearing this feedback from people that they necessarily wasn't able to capture and you know, be able to have access to that information to make sure that their journey was better impacted me like wholeheartedly. So the fact that I went and researched her, <laughs> listened to her some more podcasts about her and was like, wow, she's amazing. So I reached out to her because that, like you said, Aww. instead of being envious of a person, if you see something in someone and there's a desire there, you want to learn more about them, have that grit to just do it. And I think having this opportunity today, if I were to interview you with some questions that may have been curious to me, but also to the audience, is there anything else that you would like to share with us that you feel would be helpful for our episode today? Yeah. 
Yeah, one thing it's interesting because um, when we connected, I so appreciated your your feedback candidly, and it also a reminder: <laughs> know what you got out there about yourself, <laughs> right? And, and also, um, you know, for the audience or the listeners, excuse me. Last uh, season, everybody was so um, positively reactive to Jackie Kasumba interviewing me. Um, And so I thought, let's have another round of interviews. But I reached out to all my clients and said, who wants to interview me? Um, You can host a segment on Living Fabulously Fierce. And Ikea was the first to respond. And then the floodgates opened. I felt bad for all the other folks. And so that means I'm just going to have to do it again. They were none too happy. Um, but so we came to this and what I've appreciated is even the questions I, I wouldn't have thought, oh, that'd be a good thing to answer or to provide insight into, or that listeners are even curious about. So I greatly appreciate your lens and your perspective as the voice of my clients, as the voice of the listeners. Um, because sometimes when you're hosting podcasts, you don't get as much interaction from the listeners. Um, some do, and it's been great, but to then deep dive into specific questions that people might have, but haven't asked, this has been learning for me. So I, I appreciate you, um, taking this on as your debut podcast experience. No problem. Thank um, you. So this has been and a I hope to be back again. Too, so thank you so I love much, this podcast. Nikia. I love the community and I hope yeah. any feedback you want to give us about today, feel free to reach out to Farrah, oh. I'm sure. Or if you want to hear more, give us a review. Yes, please. Thank you. She's a pro at this. And what I would say is everybody, you will hear more of Nakia. I've already asked her. I'm not putting her on the spot. I asked her for permission to think about if she'd like to be on the um, Living Fabulously Fierce podcast as well. So you'll hear more from her soon. Um, Again, thank you so much, Nakia. Listeners, thank you so much for your time and your attention. As usual, it is not lost on me, the value of that. So we, we take it to heart. And with that, we are wishing you a fabulously fierce week ahead until we connect with you again soon.